everyone and welcome to another episode of A Girl in the Product World. I hope you all are well. Uh, welcome to the mini recruitment series. Once again, uh, we are joined by a recruiter, but this time we're going to be covering off fintech because I get a lot of questions around getting into fintech. And I'm very, very excited to bring to you Enrico. Enrico, welcome. Hi, everybody. So Enrico is a recruiter working for the Hydrogen Group. Um, he's been in the game for many years and he specializes in recruiting within the fintech and banking space, specifically within product as well. Um, Enrico is also responsible for uh, getting me my current role. Um, so I can say from personal experience, he is brilliant at what he does. And I thought he would be the perfect questions to bring your questions to. So Enrico, are you ready? Yes, thank you, Amna. Pleasure. <laughs> Great stuff. Okay, so the first question that we have is, what is fintech? And what do companies, sorry, what kind of companies does this involve apart from banks? Yes, okay. Um, I mean, uh... As you may know already, fintech stands for financial technology. Um, this is used to refer to any business that focuses on technology solutions to improve financial services for other business or consumers. Now, quite recently in fintech, this also includes the use of cryptos and uh, blockchain, you know, around that. But typical products of fintechs, uh, they're like e-wallets or mobile payments apps, uh, stuff like a Apple or Google Pay also includes that. And best company that I would use for an example of fintech companies, it would be Revolut or Monzo. I always think about those when I try to make someone understand what fintech company is. Great. Okay. And it's very important that you say that because people use the likes of Revolut as a as kind of their, their banking tool or their banking solution or sometimes their main bank. Um, but typically you would say that is a fintech. Yes, I mean, if you consider Revolut, it's a platform that has a lot of fintech products in it. You know, obviously, you can use as a mobile banking apps, but it also has um, crypto on it, uh, currency exchange, e-wallet. You know, there's a lot of products built within that um, are part of the fintech space. Brilliant. Okay. Next question. Yes. What are typical product roles that you hire for within fintech? Okay, I mean, I feel like for product role specific, um, the best um, roles that comes in my mind are product owners or product managers, and such as yourself. And um, there is a difference between those that usually is based on organizational needs. So, you know, people always ask me what's the difference between the two, but I think that's very much on the, on the company uh, standards, because technically they could mean the same thing. Uh, but let's say that the PM product manager oversees the product journey end-to-end, uh, -end, while it's the product owner is more hands-on, liaising with internal and external stakeholders to maximize the product value. Okay, so that's, again, a very important point there is the difference, and I get asked this a lot as well, is what's the difference between a product owner and a product manager? And I think I completely agree with you there that it is up to mainly it's up to the company and how they yes. define it so i guess the advice there would be is if anyone is on a product owner level um and they feel a little bit intimidated to perhaps go for a product manager role what would you say to them no i'll say to go for it anyway because you know i feel like a good 80 percent of the tasks um are the same for both roles and and again you know this could be 
this could be entitled just to the company. You know, they they create a role and they they pretty much mean the same thing. You know, and um, it's all based on how they structure the company and how they structure the needs of the role. Good stuff. Okay, thank you for that, Enrico. And what? Why is product so important for fintechs today? Well, I guess when I explained before regarding um, uh, Revolut, you know, fintechs are all centered about the product, you know, um, a technology that improves or simplifies the services. Um, and within today's progression of the industry, it is important to continue on developing, uh, you know, and to, in order to remain competitive on the market. Okay. And do you find then that product is driving a lot of these fintechs in terms of actually building what customers are seeing, the end product? Yes, indeed. You know, there is always uh, the point of view of the customer. So there's a lot of influence on um, making this product accessible and making this product, you know, um, serviceable to the community in the end. So, yeah, whatever can be done to improve the service, as I said, uh, on today's use is definitely uh, the main focus point of, of fintech companies. Brilliant. So product is where it's happening. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> okay. Um, and I want to bring uh, these questions to something a little bit more current at the moment. We uh-huh. have seen huge redundancies and some trouble in the markets. And I want to ask you from a recruiter's point of view, um, for someone who is looking to find something, is the market really as bad as the media makes out? And if I was looking, should I give up trying to find a job in fintech, given what's been happening with the banks and the fintechs around the world? Yeah, this is a good question. And I'll say that uh, despite on when you read on, on media, you know, the fintech industry is currently growing. It's still going strong. And um, although some companies can be affected by financial factors such as market crash or anything similar, um, reports still shows that the industry is growing strong since COVID. And as I say, you know, when perhaps when a company um, gets affected in a bad way, other companies get affected in a good way. So, you know, when someone lacks, there is someone else that sweeps in and takes a benefit from that. So, you know, the industry is still going strong and people that were trying to go into fintech, this is still a good moment to try and get into it. So it's still, it's still moving and it's still trending upwards. Yes. So very good to see. And just related to that also is, unfortunately, many people that we do know have um, have been made redundant over certainly over the last few months. So mm-hmm. what do I do if I have or if I think I'm going to be made redundant because of the various market crashes happening? I said before, you know, um, the risk of companies are getting affected by crashes, especially for like startup is always out there. This applies to various industries, not just to, to fintech itself. Uh, but again, if another company is suffering, if perhaps your own company has suffered the mid redundant, um, which, you know, without disclosing too much, this is something that's happening as simply business, uh, I might say. So um, we are in touch with a lot of people on that space and we're currently helping them to find new roles. So, you know, whatever happens for one company, other companies may benefit from that and therefore, you know, improve their hiring and there are always going to be roles out there. Great. There are always going to be roles out there. And the people that you are helping, Enrico, who have been affected by redundancies, you see them get into work relatively quickly? Yeah, I mean, you know, all these people, you know, it's still, um, they are still hot in the market because it's still, um, you know, whoever works in fintech is still also decided by people from other industries. 
So whenever I speak with this um, type of candidates or people that have been suffering from it, they still receive interest from other recruiters or other industries. Brilliant. Okay. Now, this one's um, a little bit slightly different. Um, I'm thinking of contracting in fintech. Is this a good idea? I mean, yes. I mean, as you may know, contracting can be beneficial for individuals in general. You know, the day rate um, of one is always paid higher than would it be for a permanent employee. Uh, arguably, fintech is also one of the most paying industries. So contracting fintech could be a good idea. However, companies have tried to improve the benefits for permanent workers because as ultimately building products, it's good to have people on board that stay for the long run instead so that they can you know, have a better input on products as they've been they that's been there for day one instead. You know, but contractors usually they they come in for a three six month period and then they jump away. So, um, good fintech companies want to preserve permanent people. Okay, and if if someone feels they kind of fit that profile of someone who perhaps is looking to contract what what is the typical profile of someone who comes to you and say hey Enrico I'm I'm a contractor I want to remain a contractor what what do they look like so for contractors it's usually people that um have been you know doing fixed term contracts obviously in um that could be like three six months to a month but people potentially that don't want to stay on the long run in a company but they rather offer their uh, input on short term stays so you often see on CVs people that have a contract background, they haven't been longer than a year within a company. Okay. And do you find those um, that profile of people who are contractors, they enjoy moving around quite a bit? Do you find that that's something that really kind of keeps them going? I think it's all up to the individual at this point, because as I said, in contracting, you get paid more in terms of day rate, but you're also renouncing it to other type of benefits, such as pension or stability, you know, the, yeah. If you want to grow within a business and reach senior positions or leading positions, you know, it's difficult to find that in contractors, they often have a, a mid to senior position standard, you know, for that period of time that they are within a company. Okay, brilliant. Now, going back to startups. So yeah. I'm a candidate and I'm thinking of joining a startup fintech. Um, what are the main things I should be prepared for? And is it different to a normal established fintech? I mean, yes, I think we start up, you know, regarding of the industry, there's always the risk that um, if objectives are not met within the company, the company could go bust. However, joining a company in early stages could be beneficial for the future. You know, if the company becomes successful, then you yourself could have a good impact in terms of career or good impact in terms of financial bonuses as well. Uh, is, you know, if you join a company, which is a startup within the, um, at the start, you can get access to equity or shares, you know, and those sort of benefits that in the long run could be very beneficial for you. So what are the typical things that someone should be asking in order to gain from those benefits? Apart from, you know, obviously it looking very good on your CV. So you mentioned equity. Is mm -hmm. that something that someone should be asking at the interview stage if they will get a share? Um, I feel like for fintech companies, when they are, ad uh, sorry, fintechs and startups, uh, when they are advertising um, new roles, they often do make clear that they offer these benefits in equity and shares, because perhaps even themselves, they can offer a higher 
um, salary at the beginning, but they try to win candidates with these sort of benefits that ultimately, if the company goes well, they will be more beneficial than a higher salary in the long run. Perfect. So longer term benefit. Okay. okay. Now going on to graduates. So if I am a graduate or I don't have any previous fintech or banking or financial experience or even a degree in it, how do I break into it? This is a good question because I often um, encounter people that also want to break into this space and they don't have much experience. So I would say that, you know, banking and financial firms often offer few entry level position, uh, such, for example, business analysts. So if you're coming out from um, the uni with a commercial background or a technical background, like software developers, for example, there is people that often start in this position and then within two, three years move into more senior position or product positions. Okay, so there are some entry points there to look out for. And one of the roles that perhaps could be that is a business analysis role. Um, and then eventually you kind of branch into where you want to within those fintechs. Yes, perhaps uh, I could make it a bit more clear. Like there's people that have um, a commercial background from uni. They can try and get into entry level position in banks or financial firms as a business analyst, as it doesn't require an, um, a great experience background from that role. However, within that role, in a two, three years time, you can, as you said, branch out into more product focused roles or like you go into project manager roles and then you try to transform it in a, in a product roles. Or if you come in with a technical background, like a software developer or an engineer, you can also move it into product. You just move away from the technical side and you go into more strategic side and leadership side within time in the industry. And do you find that a lot with the people you're in contact with, Enrico, that you are trying to help them do just that and break into it and they're from different backgrounds? Yes. I mean, I do have placed people that are in very early product owner roles and they often had a big type of background like BAs, senior BAs that had good years of experience within the FS industry and then they moved into product roles or people yeah, with the software or the engineering background that moved into a less technical position that deal with products. Uh, and this one's a bit of a, um, I guess, a bit of a, a, a trick question. Mm-hmm. Um, but is there anyone that you've hired from a completely different background into fintech or products that you and you were like, wow, they've made such a switch? Um, I mean, I'm not sure about in terms of the role specifically, like there's always had to do something like if you want to move into a product role within fintech, you still have to be covered something regarding products. Now, you know, product can be a spectrum. It can mean a lot of things. So as long as you are good in explaining that the function of the product owner or manager is being covered in your role, even if the industry is different, you have chance to break in in the industry as well. As long as you can prove yourself that, you know, to do the role and you know how to um, improve such features and such. So bringing in skills that are transferable from another industry. Exactly, yes. Cool. Okay. Any other advice from yourself, Enrico, for someone looking to break into fintech apart from connecting with yourself? Yeah, at the risk of repeating myself, as I said, of, I think the majority of people that are found in product, um, they have the background uh, such as business analysis or engineering or worked in project management. And, you know, you want to try a name in position in the fintech or finance industry that are entry levels, even if perhaps uh, you're a bit more experienced. If you try and name at those positions, as the 
as the industry is growing, you know, you probably probably grow within. Cool. Well, that's all of our fintech questions. Thank you so much for your responses, Enrico. And where can anyone find you if they are interested in applying? Yeah, thank you very much. And feel free to add me on LinkedIn if you're looking any product role or in the fintech space. I'm always looking to connect with talent people. And my full name is Enrico Ferrara. So perhaps I'm like an ADU in, uh, into finding me. And I'll be there. Absolutely. Thank you very much, Enrico. Thank you so much. Have a lovely day.